happy Tuesday. Good morning this morning. Good morning, Mr. Manja. Happy Tuesday. You know, you know, you know, your name goes so well. Siachima. Siachima. So what's up? You've been keeping well, uh, dealing with the rain and the, the, the heat. It must make training very difficult. Uh, yeah, it, it does make training a bit difficult, but at least we are indoors. So that, that makes things a bit like it uh, is still flowing. But then, you know, excuses, 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 excuses. Hey, so there's, there's still excuses, but, you know, <laughs> we can do things even even away from here, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Structuring your workout routine and, of course, uh, using movement as well. Uh, many of us just do get into this gymming thing haphazardly. We never really have a proper plan. What can you suggest? I think uh, w- w- when you're starting with uh, a normal gymming routine, you need to set, first things first, you need to start by setting r- realistic goals, uh, being real about where you are and where you want to go. And and also, you need to consider that things take time and then you, you need to listen to your body and, and just trust the process. How do you get to a point where you you are sure that you've set realistic goals? I mean, the, the point, I think that with that, you, you, just need to con- you just need to be training consistently and and, and making sure that you, you, you just stick to your program. You know, if if you say on a Monday you are doing a chest, stick to your chest workout. Uh, if if on a, on a Wednesday you are doing cardio, you stick to your cardio. And and also you need to record your your results or your progress. You know, for instance, if if you started with uh, with your body fat at, at about more than ten percent, and then by the end of January or by by the end of February, you, you find that it it has now decreased by at least one percent. So that is the kind of process that, that is the kind of progress that we need to record uh, and then that we need to also take a, account of in order for us to reach the goal. Because the the goal is not a destination; it's a journey. So you need to trust the journey. You need to take whatever steps because. On some months, you, you might find that you, you don't lose uh, a body fat, but then you gain... Uh, so you gain muscle growth so or, or, or muscle strength. And then that might seem like you're not going anywhere, only to find out that your body fat is, is decreasing and now your muscle strength is increasing. And also of that impacting on your weight as well. Yes. So that that has a huge impact on your on your weight as well. But then also we need to consider that uh, bone density also um, is one of the factors that, that that might lead to to one not seeing progress in in, in in losing weight or gaining muscle because the the tall guys they they might weigh the same weight as as probably. Let's say someone who who weighs uh, who's as tall as 1.7 might have the same weight as, as someone who's 1.6 and who's muscular. But then you might find that the person that is 1.7 is skinnier than the one that is the that is 1.6. But then the 1.6 one is, is more muscular. So because of bone density, bone density also 
it, it also is an, is an adding factor when we're considering gaining or losing uh, ma- uh, weight or muscle. I've always gotten confused. You find that a, a, a guy who doesn't look big as in carrying a lot of weight, but is heavier. Yes. yes. That, that, is, that, that, that is the bone density. So someone's bone density might be might also be a factor when we are considering losing or, or gaining muscle. Losing weight or gaining muscle. Interesting. Now, let's... Obviously, when you're younger, you're stronger, you can do a lot of things. And then you hit the 40s. And bone mass starts to decrease and your skin starts playing interesting games there. And you realize you need to start gymming. What's the best thing to do? Is it to, to obviously the older you get, your strength levels get decreased. Yes. With, that, 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 yeah. That is when the your metabolism starts to, to slow down. And when the metabolism starts to slow down, you now need to consider workouts or in, including a regime that that helps you to to keep or, or to increase your metabolism. That that is when you we now start including leg workouts because leg workouts because your legs contain the most amount of testo or a testo tribulus in in the body so that uh, that is what or that is what can help you to to increase your metabolism in the body because once your metabolism slows down uh, that that is when you you won't see muscle growth that is when you won't see uh, weight loss and then you now need to now start looking at ways or, or workouts that, that might help to speed up your metabolism. Because that can be a problem as well, given that uh, older people tend to eat late sometimes, which is not helpful. Yes. Oh, also, the, the, the eating also is very important. That's why they, they say we need to eat before 7 o'clock. Even though, you know, we need to be honest about that. Eating before 7 o'clock, by 9 o'clock, if you are someone who, who sleeps around 10, but by nine o'clock, you're already hungry again, you know. And we need to start choosing or nibbling on on healthy snacks, you know. Like we need to start having healthy choices when it comes to snacks, and and also put into into account our metabolism. That the more uh, fat or the more bad food we we have after eight o'clock the slower our metabolism is or the slower our our body is going to bend all that all that food in our system so that that is why they, they always advise people to eat dinner just after eight o'clock or before eight o'clock hey for some people they're not even home yet given the distances many people travel to and from work bit of a challenge there obviously then we we, we work on the metabolism right and we work on strength the next thing i'd like to look at is the level of cardio that we can do keeping in mind that uh, we're not getting younger uh, you know when it comes to not um, considering injuries you know we, we need to be cautious of of the kind of exercises that we choose and the kind of workouts that we that they also put into our programs you know and and also as much as we are we are busy as much as we we don't have time to squeeze in cardio uh, our bodies also need 
a bit of cardio because that, that will that will help with managing our our body fat number one and then number two also just it'll, it'll also help w- with the blood flow you know and and also running um is the one factor or, or, or is the one thing that that increases our endorphins you know um because when it comes to endorphins we will always be happy and and also we we need to put into consideration that that, that, that running also helps to clear the mind so however no matter how how busy we are no matter how how complacent we we are with where we are at the moment we just need to just include cardio in, into our our training regime whether it's it's running whether it's jogging whether it's doing aerobic training whether it's no matter what you choose as your cardio for the day or, or for the week cardio needs to be there in your in your in your regime so it needs to one of the it needs to be one of the forms of of exercise that we put into into our our programs question a sad question about uh, breathlessness a person will do brisk walking for about 100 meters when they get to the 100 meter mark then they are literally breathless what causes that and how can they remedy that uh Honestly, there's no remedy to it. You know, the more you do it, the the uh, the more you get better. You know, and 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 also, day one cannot be like day five. You know, if if a hundred meters was was hard today, try to do that in intervals. You know, try to go for a hundred meters and then have a fifty meter uh, active rest. And then go for another 100, you know, because the more you go, the, the better you get. You know, it, it, you just need to always tell yourself that, that I am go, going to be stronger than I was yesterday, you know. And you can never be stronger than you were yesterday by simply giving up, you know, because like uh, I ran 100 uh, meters and then I, I, was, I was breathless, you know. That being breathless, it simply means that you just need to keep on going you know it's, it it'll never be like that forever so it's an invitation to do a little bit more exactly like it, it's it is an invitation to do some a little bit more yes but then also you need to listen to your body and make sure that it's in moderation you know um if if you feel like you know you've pushed it a bit a bit further you know um that that is fine if you want to stop stop but then don't give up you know, giving up is not an option. And if something is hard, it doesn't mean that it will always be hard, you know. Let's also talk about stretching, Sia, because, hey, sometimes you sit down when you stand up. It's a mission because some muscles have suddenly gone stiff. The ankles start talking. The hip just doesn't want to play ball. Yes. Um, w- w- when it comes to stretching, Mr. Manja, we've got two types of stretches. We've got PNF stretches. Or static stretches. So the PNF stretches, that's your warm-up. You know, the most important part of the of the workout, you know, lubricating the muscles because uh, it, it is never advised for someone to partake in 
in an exercise without warming up, you know, because that, that is what leads to injuries, right? And then static stretches, those are the stretches that you do at the end of the workout. Those are also important because that is when you are now thanking your body for carrying you through the workouts. And, and also to make sure that you, you, don't, uh, you are not going to strain your body. You know, because after a very strenuous workout or an exercise, you need to stretch your muscles and, and make sure that they are flexible enough. So the static stretches, they help with muscle flexibility in terms of when you go home, your, your, your muscles uh, don't get sore or, or anything. And then PNF stretches, those are for your, your warm-up. I suppose when you get home, a warm bath would just seal it all. Uh, not necessarily a warm bath, but then an, an ice cold bath or a, a cold bath. Really? That, that, that is what, yeah. That, that's what you find at a lot of athletes after a very tough game. The first thing they do is either jump into a pool or they, they jump into, into an ice bucket. That's what helps to, to release the tension of the muscles. I got it all wrong. I need to change it. I thought, you know, you warm the warm muscles, then they cool down on their own, then you're fine. But then, yeah, the warm part is for cut-off to the <laughs> Yeah, you live and learn. <laughs> Brazil, once again, a big thank you for waking up so early and looking all so awesome. Uh, because uh, you must uh, you must look at uh, some of the workouts that uh, Sia performs online. Konja, you are on Twitter uh, as uh, Twitter is Scooby W. Uh, Facebook is Sebo Mashele, and Instagram is Jimatot. Jimatot, send us all. Sia Jimatot. Prasia, big thank you. Wishing you a fabulous week ahead. We got a date next week Tuesday.